Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Baddie Podcast with me as your host, Tabitha Richardson. Today, I'm super excited to do this mini-series called Rich Realtor, Poor Realtor, which was inspired by uh, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And in this little mini-series, I'm going to take a topic and I'm going to compare how a successful realtor and a struggling realtor handle each one of the situations so you can figure out, am I a rich realtor or am I a poor realtor? Are my habits um, consistent with a struggling realtor or a successful realtor to help you grow your business? Because ultimately, that is our goal. So today's topic, I am going to talk about lead generation, right? Because you're not going to have a business if you're not generating any leads. So that's the topic that I'm going to start out with first. So let's jump right into it. All right. So rich realtors, they are like a lead generation master. They know how to bring those leads in, close those deals, and cash those checks. So with the struggling realtors, though, they really do struggle with generating leads and bringing in business. And that's why they're struggling. Because like I said... Ultimately, if you're not bringing in leads, you don't have a business. You're not going to be closing deals. Now, with the struggling realtor, usually they run through their family and friends and they're feeling like they're successful, but then they realize like, okay, I don't have anyone else amongst my family and friends to sell houses to, so now what? And they say most realtors don't last more than two years. And that's usually when your license has to renew. It's not cheap to be a realtor either. So I understand why some people might decide not to renew their license after two years because they're just not generating any business. So let's talk about lead generation. And with a successful realtor, they really know how to build a personal brand build a brand around themselves so that they walk down the street and people know who they are. And these days, walking down the street is really just like walking around on social media, right? People know who you are. You are a recognizable brand to them. And people are attracted to that and they want to work with you because who doesn't want to work with someone that's successful, right? Just like in dating, you don't want to date someone that no one else wants. You want to date the person that's highly desirable, right? It's the same thing with real estate. You have to make yourself highly desirable to the leads, to your prospects, to your future clients. So successful real estate agents, they're really like lead magnets, right? They're masters at that. Poor realtors or the struggling realtor, they generally just wait for people to come to them. A lot of times they don't even talk about that they are a real estate agent. They really don't talk about real estate at all. If you go to any of their social media pages, they barely talk about real estate. They talk about everything else except for being a real estate agent. So they're the secret agent and you don't wanna be that. Real estate is a sales job. It really is. 
So you're selling yourself first and foremost, and people are buying into you, who you are. So you need to make sure that you are pre presenting yourself in a manner that people will be interested. You want to make sure you're educating people on the real estate industry in your market because every market is different. What might be happening in California might not be happening in New York. So you want to make sure that you're educating people um, amongst your sphere on what is happening, right? You want to become the go-to person for real estate. Stay top of mind amongst people. So when they hear real estate, the first person they're going to think of is your name. So you got to become a lead master. And I'm always talking about having lead pillars, having at least three lead pillars to a maximum of five lead pillars. Now, if you have more lead pillars than that, that they are all working, fine. But generally speaking, about three to five. Now, the reason why you wanna have a minimum of three is because you wanna make sure that if one of those areas that you generally get leads from starts drying up, you do have two other sources that is generating leads for you. So aim to have at least three to five lead pillars that is dropping leads into your email, to your phone on a consistent, regular basis. So how many leads do you need to have? Lead pillars? Three to five. That's correct. All right. So here are some of the uh, lead pillars that you can think about having. Now, one is your database. Working your database. A successful person knows how to work their database, making sure that they are staying connected with people at all times. And you can use a CRM to do this. If you don't know what a CRM is, it's a customer relationship management system. And if you don't know, then that means you're probably not really working your database. But let me take that back because there are some people that use like Excel and they have been successful using Excel to manage their database. So I'll just say whatever works for you. But as long as you are managing your database, you're staying connected with those people in your database and you're touching them at least quarterly, at minimum quarterly. Uh, it would be better if you can touch them more times, but at least quarterly you wanna do that. Struggling realtors, they don't even really maintain a database at all. They just kind of go about life and they just, you know, if someone reaches out to them, they might talk to them that one time. They try to call and they don't get anyone. They might never call back again. You can't, can't, can't just call someone one time and think that that's going to be enough. You do need to have a system in place to consistently reach out and communicate to leads that come into your database. So your database is a number one place. People that you know inside your database, people that have come in as a lead source, um, maybe um, from wherever you're getting lead sources, maybe you have a freebie you know, that you promote, that you get uh, contact information, or maybe you have a landing page where you ask people to go if they wanna know their homes their home value and you collect their their contact information in exchange for something for free. 
Um, however you get those names in your database, just make sure you're maintaining and staying connected with those people. The next one is your sphere of influence, or some people call it a circle of influence. Doesn't matter. I look at my sphere of influence as family and friends, people on social media that I know. Really, it's the people that you know, right? And that know you. Those are your sphere of influence. That, to me, is the easiest place for you to generate leads from because these people already know, like, and trust you, right? So if they know, like, and trust you, they are more likely to use you for your real estate services opposed to just someone that never has heard of you. Now, if you are a struggling realtor and your family and friends and circle of influence don't want to use you, you might need to reevaluate some things and figure out why doesn't anyone want to use you? Those are the people that know, like, and maybe they just don't trust you. So you might need to figure that part out. But successful realtors, they really work uh, their sphere of influence and stay connected. A great way to do that is on social media, right? Because we're all on social, social media every single day. So staying connected, inboxing, commenting, liking your sphere of influence and um, building relationships with people within your sphere of uh, influence. So successful realtors, they're really good at con staying connected with their sphere of influence. Struggling realtors, maybe if you're not getting any leads from there, maybe there's something that you're not doing that you need to be doing in order for the people in your sphere of influence to know, like, and trust you. So the next one is referrals. Everyone loves referrals. So with referrals, it's really building relationships with people. Um, you can get referrals from your sphere of influence. You can get referrals from your past clients. You can get referrals from other agents. Now, it's really great when you get referrals because those are warm leads. And successful agents are really good with getting referrals from their database, from their sphere of influence, from their past clients. Um, for me, most of my, my clients come as referrals, referrals from my past clients, from my sphere of influence, because I promote a lot on social media. I talk about real estate all the time. I don't think anyone would confuse me with doing anything else except real estate. And every time I see someone, they always comment on, hey, I saw that video. I like that reel. Um, it was good information. So referrals are a really good source of leads. So you want to stay connected with people. Successful realtors are really good with building relationships and staying connected. So you kind of see the trend here, really building relationships and really staying connected with people. Um, Non-successful agents, they have a problem with staying connected with people, right? And that's why they're not getting those referrals. Or maybe you didn't do a good job. So we never want to talk about that. But if you're a newer agent and maybe you lack the knowledge, skills, and experience, maybe you didn't do such a great job. And this is where getting um, 
Maybe feedback from your clients is really helpful. Maybe work on additional training in areas that you lack knowledge um, because it is your responsibility as an independent contractor to make sure that you know all the things that you should know and in the areas that you feel that you're lacking to get additional education in those areas because ultimately things are always changing in real estate. I can't stress that enough. Things are always changing. So you have to get comfortable with change. And that means you're always going to be learning something new in the real estate field. So referrals is key. So we've talked about the database, your sphere of influence, and referrals. Those are all relationship building um, activities to keep those moving, right? And keep a... A stream of leads coming into your business. So next, paid ads. So I would say paid ads and paid leads. So in this area, it wasn't your relationship that got you the lead. So most likely the lead that hits your, your database from a paid source, they don't know you. They don't know you to like you. And they definitely don't know you to trust you. So you have to build that up with them. They're coming to your phone cold. They might be hitting your email cold. So it's important that you have some type of system set up to consistently call, text, and email these leads that come in from a paid source and that uh, you're staying up to date with your social media because if someone doesn't know you and your name comes up, what do you think is the first thing they're going to do? I'll wait. That's right. They are going to Google you. So if they're going to Google you, you need to have some stuff for them to see, right? So making sure your social media platforms are up to date, that you are talking about real estate, you're providing social proof in the way of showing your past closings, um, that you're working with clients, and that you're an active realtor, that you close more than one deal a month. I'm sorry, one deal a year. They want to make sure that they're working with someone that's experienced and that they feel comfortable and confident that you would be able to achieve their goal, which might be selling their home or buying a home. So paid ads and paid leads are good. Um, some people don't like them, but I bought leads in the past until I really was able to get my database to a point um, where I was generating leads from the database, my circle of influence and referrals. Um, paid leads are okay. Sometimes you need an infusion of new leads coming into your business and paid leads can work for you. The only thing that I would say is be careful and really monitor those paid leads to see if they are good leads that are coming in. Um, and if they're not, then maybe stopping that service and trying something else. Because through the paid lead source, sometimes you just don't get good leads. Um, the best leads usually come from like Google, uh, Google ads. So just do some research for your market to see what is the best. And sometimes doing research might just be jumping in there and trying it out 
and just looking at your return on investment. All right. And so the last one that I'm going to talk about is social media. I've already said it a lot, but social media is such a great way for you to establish yourself, to establish your personal brand, and to become the go-to agent in your market. So use social media. It's free to have a page on social media. It's free to post on social media. You can pay to boost your posts on social media just to you know capture a wider audience um, outside of just the people that follow you and you follow them. Uh, so social media is just a great place for you to be able to promote your business, promote yourself, and promote your clients that you have worked with in the, in the past. So utilize social media uh, to your advantage. Make sure you have a, a public page as well because when someone's searching for you and you have a private page, they're not going to see anything on your page. Now, if you're on Facebook and you have a private page, that's fine. Just make sure your real estate information that you're posting about is a public post so that if someone does uh, hit your page and they scroll through, they will see some information about you. And you can keep the family and friends and um, all of that you know, as a private post. But social media, some people build their whole businesses around social media. I will say, even if you are using social media, you should have a way that you can take people off of social media and capture their data somewhere else. Because at any time, you don't own that platform. So they can shut down your page and you don't want your business to shut down just because you didn't have a backup plan to your social media. So... That's it for today uh, regarding rich realtor and poor realtor and the contrast between lead generation, between a successful agent and someone that might be struggling. So if you find yourself in that category where you're struggling, listen to the five different ways that um, I just discussed on lead generating and pick one that you're not using and really focus, learn, and implement one of those uh, lead pillars into your business and see how the return will be for you in building your business so that you can be a successful realtor. So now, if you are a realtor and you're struggling to get your business off of the ground, Subscribe to my channel because I do talk a lot about how you can improve your business, how you can build your processes and systems, and so that you can have a thriving, successful business. If you like this video, hit like so I know that you liked it, right? And I can bring you more videos like this. And if watching my YouTube videos is not enough, I would love for you to join us on our weekly um, group coaching calls. They are Mondays at 8 a.m. on the Monday morning power hour. I'm going to put the link in the description for you if you're interested in uh, getting coaching, online group coaching, every Monday morning at 8. So that's it for today. I look forward to seeing you guys on another episode. Yeah. <laughs>